Hi, everyone. This is Erica Spicer-Mason with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast Series. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We're thrilled to be joined by Dr. Timothy Alton, an orthopedic surgeon at ProLiance Orthopedic Associates in Seattle. And he'll talk to us today about the key attributes of ASC excellence. Dr. Alton, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk with you. Well, we're really excited to learn from you today. And I thought before we get started with our discussion questions and talking about ASCs, I first wanted to learn just a little bit more about you and your journey. Um, so how did you come to specialize in joint reconstruction and replacement? And how did you also end up at ProLiance? Well, I'm originally from the Pacific Northwest. I grew up in the Portland, Oregon area, and now I practice out in Seattle. So definitely landed somewhere close to my roots. You know, initially, I thought I wanted to do trauma, you know, orthopedic trauma. I did a fellowship in trauma up at Harborview Medical Center up here in Seattle and thought that was the path for me. And then as I progressed through my training and kind of looked at um, the lifestyle, quality of life, patient care, you know, what kind of problems I wanted to spend my life um, taking care of, I actually transitioned away from trauma and went into joint reconstruction. And so I was able to do a second fellowship um, in joint replacements and uh, ended up settling out here in the Seattle area in a private practice. Um, it's been actually kind of fun because I maintain my relationship with Harborview and we share a bunch of patients. And um, I settled in this private group uh, just south of town and now get to do a bunch of joint replacements, uh, both at a hospital and at an ambulatory surgery center. Awesome. Thanks so much, Dr. Alton. It's great to hear more about your journey and how you got to where you are. And, you know, as far as it goes with joint reconstruction, we're definitely seeing more demand for that type of surgery um, in the United States. So I'm just curious, what specialties is your ASC currently focused on there? I agree with you. There's definitely an increasing demand for hip and knee replacement surgeries uh, in the U.S., and that's not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, here in our group, uh, we have a, a wide variety of specialties. You know, we have orthopedic surgeons that do hip and knee replacements like me. Uh, there's spine surgeons. We have a whole upper extremity team, so hand, wrist, elbow, shoulder. There's a foot and ankle specialist as well. We do you know, MRI services, sports medicine. We even have a physiatrist who helps uh, with pain management and a bunch of other procedures along those lines. Um, you know, bone density monitoring, You're trying to just cover the whole sort of episodes of potential care with regards to um, orthopedics. Great. Thanks so much. It's really helpful to to know that context and to hear a little bit more about what ProLiance is doing and offering. So as the organization has grown, I know that, well, I've heard that ProLiance Orthopedic Associates has really taken a patient-centric approach to care, which is so important. And many leaders are focused on that right now as they try to, to keep patients happy and to, of course, recruit new ones. So can you elaborate a little bit on the importance of patient relationships while also remaining innovative and tech forward? How do you balance that? The most important aspect of what we do is patient care. Like, no question about it. That's why we do what we do is to get people back to doing what it is that they want to do. And specifically within arthritis and, you know, in the hip and knee realm, that's non-surgical and surgical management of arthritis pain because it limits our patient's ability to 
enjoy their lives and do the things that it is that they want to do. And so they come to us because they need help. And we're fortunate that we had a group of orthopedic surgeons many decades ago, 40 plus years ago, that started this group here in this area. And they developed an excellent reputation within the community of having very high quality care for patients. And it's like grassroots, word of mouth. Boy, they did a great job with my hip. Boy, they did a great job with my knee. Man, they did the right thing for me. They took good care of me. And that builds in our community. And so that reputation is critically important within the community. And those of us who are on the younger side, you know, we walk into these groups where that's already established and we're super grateful for that. And our responsibility now is to say, you know what? Yes, our group is founded on this heritage of excellent patient care, excellent surgical technical abilities. And now it's 2024 and there's technology and this is real. Like your phone turns on by looking at it. You can talk to the speakers in the OR and it changes your music. It's like, this is not the same world that it was 40 years ago. And that technology can make us better at what we're doing surgically. And so I think that stemming out of this responsibility to provide the utmost care for our patients is a responsibility to look at technology and incorporate that into our practice where it works so that we can improve our surgical interventions, yes, and also everything from like how we communicate with our patients, how they can contact us, sending them digital reminders before surgery, being able to text with our patients. There's so many different ways that technology helps us care for our patients. And even um, talking with some of the industry people that we partner with, it's like I use a robotic assisted solution now for my knee replacements. I use a navigation system um, and uh, technology in the operating room for my hip replacements as well. And, and we're just starting down this kind of digital um, wave, if you will, about how we can connect what we're doing intraoperatively with what we're doing preoperatively and postoperatively. And when we can put all of those people, uh, all of that information together and really connect all of those different pieces, then we're gonna see this uh, sort of explosion of technology driving patient care. Absolutely, thanks Dr. Alton. And you know, it's really great to hear how ProLiance Orthopedic Associates has used that foundation of the great reputation in the community and is complementing it with technology. Um, I really appreciate how you explain that. And when you're mentioning the power of word of mouth referrals and building reputation that way, you know, I feel like I've been reading so much in Becker's coverage and elsewhere, how important word of mouth still is, even in this age of technology. So appreciate you touching on that too. Yeah. And so I want to dig a little bit deeper here on the technology piece, especially the technology at ProLiance Orthopedic Associates. Can you say a little bit more about how you as a practice leader and your colleagues are keeping up with these new innovations and offerings while also keeping the costs affordable for patients? So we've partnered uh, with a company called Depucentes. And at our ambulatory surgery center, we have a, basically a sole relationship with them, with our hip and knee portfolio. And what that's allowed us to do is make capital investments, obtain this technology, and institute it into our ambulatory surgery center. Uh, and it's, it's interesting because we transitioned from an only inpatient hospital setting 
to now we do some stuff at the hospital and a lot of stuff at the ambulatory surgery center. But like, it's our same patients. I'm signing up the same patients in clinic and they're either going to the hospital or the ambulatory center. And I want to be able to offer them the same technologically advanced procedures at both settings. I just happen to have more of a uh, personal interest in the finances at the ambulatory center. And so do my partners. And that stuff's real. And those conversations in the boardroom are real about sort of going through line item cost. And so really it comes down to value for me and that dedication of doing what's right for our patients. And so if a particular piece of technology adds value and improves patient care, then we're, we're gonna fight and figure out a way to get it into the ambulatory center, even if there is a potential cost associated with it. And one of the great things about working with Depew for us has been that uh, because we have such a good relationship with them, we are able to come up with creative ways to get that technology into our operating rooms and still make it cost effective. There are a whole host of different options and opportunities um, to partner with industry to make sure that you can still have access to that cutting edge technology, whether you're in a hospital setting, uh, joint venture ambulatory surgery center, a little small two-room ambulatory surgery center. Uh, there are options available for them. We've had a fantastic experience um, with our partnership with Depew. And that's why, you know, even later today, I'm going to be doing robotic knee replacements and navigated hips at the ambulatory surgery center. That's so great to hear, Dr. Alton. I can hear the passion come through in, in regards to ensuring that all of your patients have access to the latest treatments and the latest tech. Um, so it's great to hear that that's a priority for you. And I know you mentioned some specific technologies um, that you're using, like the robotic knee replacements, I think you mentioned. Are there any other particular technologies in orthopedics that you value the most or that are really exciting you right now? Yeah, I think there's really three things that are moving the needle for me right now. Um, the first thing is the uh, robotics in knee replacement. So I use a Velis robotic assisted uh, solution uh, for my knee replacements. And what that's allowed me to do is really narrow the bell curve in terms of variability with the quality of my joint replacements. There's not really outliers anymore because you're using technology and intraoperative data to do the operation specific for that patient. And you can reproducibly create that same quality for every patient. It also allows us to be more efficient because I'm doing it right the first time. So the, the VELA system for knee replacements has really changed my practice. The second one is the hip navigation system or the VELUS hip navigation. Because with hip replacements, it is absolutely critical that you get the parts in the right position for that patient. You have to get their leg lengths right. You have to get the cups in the right position. And all of that stuff is critically important. And so during what I do is an anterior approach hip replacement, I, mean, I go in from the front, we're able to use intraoperative x-rays, fluoroscopy, to make sure that we get those parts in the right position for our patients. And that technology gives us real-time data. So there's no question. Patients come back to the operating room and you know their leg lengths are right. You know their parts are in a good position. Hopefully that's going to last them for their whole life. And I think the third thing, that's been really important for our practice. It's just the patient engagement side of, of things where when a patient signs up for an operation with me in the clinic, they didn't get, get engaged into an application where they're sent uh, information about how to prepare for their upcoming operation, how to work on stretching, how to strengthen their legs, what to do with their medications, all of these questions that people have because for us, it may be the 500th joint replacement of the, of the year, 
But for that person, often it's the first time they've ever been through this. So leveraging technology to increase our communication would be the third thing that's really moved the needle for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see why those technologies are particularly exciting. You know, we know so many practices are trying to really improve variability, accuracy, quality, efficiency. I know you also mentioned um, real-time data possibilities and of course, engaging patients. So really exciting benefits that you're seeing from these tools. Is there any other um, clinical or even economical benefit that we haven't touched on yet that you'd like to mention? I mean, the other economical benefit, especially when we're talking about the ambulatory center is efficiency. And uh, we know that on our days here at the ambulatory center, when we can do a high volume of joint replacements, uh, those are our most profitable days. And getting through more cases in one day definitely increases our profitability. So leveraging technologies that make us more efficient has, has both a clinical value for quality and accuracy, but also that efficiency translates uh, into increased profitability uh, in our ambulatory setting. So knowing that it's going to take me exactly X minutes to do a knee replacement and Y minutes with a, with a hip replacement and the technology helps me to do it right the first time, there's definitely an advantage in terms of efficiency. Yes, and I know efficiency is key um, across the board right now. So appreciate you digging in there too. Uh, so it's been a great conversation, Dr. Alton. You, I've learned a lot from you and you know the technologies that you're implementing at ProLiance Orthopedic Associates. Is there anything else to close us out that you wanted to share that the practice is going to do to keep you know kind of raising the bar in orthopedic outpatient surgeries? Um, what's on the horizon? It's been a it's been a um, an interesting ride for us. You know, we started our ambulatory surgery center before the pandemic, and we were afraid that. You know, nobody was going to want to come to an ambulatory center to get a joint replacement. And boy, we need care suites and we need the ability for people to stay overnight. And oh, my gosh, are we going to build this thing and nobody's going to come? And then, you know, combine a little bit of time passing with the pandemic that made everybody afraid to go to hospitals. We're now sitting in this like post-COVID era where nobody wants to go to the hospital. And patients want to have their joint replacements done at the ambulatory center and go home and sleep in their own bed. And so the... Um, sort of learning curve and the acceleration of the ambulatory center has been much faster, I think, than we anticipated. And so now that we've figured out how to do this, we've had a great partnership with industry. We know what we're doing. Now we're in the phase here at our shop of, okay, we need to do more cases at the ambulatory center. We need to open up more rooms, build more staff, get more of our patients um, over to the ambulatory center. So we're now in that phase of we're not figuring out how to do this, but we're figuring out how to get more efficient at it and to do even more cases over here. So I think what we're going to see moving forward is a continued push to do even more cases at the ambulatory center because it's a great patient experience. We use technology to communicate with our patients better. We do these technologically advanced, efficient operations, and patients have a good experience. That word of mouth sort of community feel builds. More people want to come to these centers. We're financially incentivized to do it here. The days where we operate at the ambulatory center are the best days of the week. So all signs are pointing towards do more of that. So I think what we're going to experience is places that aren't currently using uh, ambulatory centers are going to find ways to do them. 
hospital systems are going to expand into that space as well. And those of us that are already doing it are going to push more patients here, increase our volumes and do more um, in the ambulatory center. Yeah. Thank you so much, Dr. Alton. It sounds like there is a lot of excitement and a lot of growth on the horizon. So thank you again for all of the insights that you shared today. Yeah. Thanks for the opportunity. It's fun to talk about uh, what we do every day and uh, share our experience. Yeah. And it's been great to hear about. And I'd also like to thank our podcast sponsor today, Depew Synthes, the orthopedic company of Johnson & Johnson. So to our listeners, you can tune into more podcasts from Becker's Healthcare by visiting our podcast page at beckershospitalreview.com.